The podcast you're about to listen to has spoilers for the TV shows How I Met Your Mother, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Good luck. Welcome to the first episode of the podcast, He's the Worst, where we take a crap on terribly written male characters. Yeah, we're going after those guys on TV and in movies that seem nice or they seem normal, but in real life they suck. They're the type of people that say things like, not all not not all guys are like all lives matter like <laughs> making it about race immediately <laughs> you could t- so if you're not a fan of that bye <laughs> send us mail anyway this is he's the worst i'm kara i'm jeff and this podcast is about ted mosby oh yeah <laughs> today we're talking about ted from how i met your mother one of the the biggest nice guy characters in all of tv we're saving up Ross Geller. Like we know, he oh, probably yeah. should have been the first one, but, but we want to we want to get him right. You first, know? That one's gonna be like an entire. That could be an entire season. Oh yeah, Ross is just. But anyway, this is about Ted. <laughs> so I just want to preface this entire episode, this entire podcast, that we are focusing on characters that are not meant to be terrible, but are actually terrible when yeah. you think about it. So, for instance, on How I Met Your Mother, Barney who, for those of you who have not seen the show, is this horrible womanizing character, um, is terrible. But he's supposed to be terrible. You know that he's a terrible person. But Ted is also terrible, but he's painted as this sort of nice guy character who you're supposed to root for in his quest to find the one. And, like, just brush off all the terrible things he does with comedy. Yeah. I also didn't realize before I started researching for this, how, like, big of a misogynist Ted is. Yeah. I It just, like, I guess it's because I read all of, like, like looking at all this information about this character all in a row really brought it to my attention how he basically doesn't... When he does terrible stuff, it's pointed out to him a lot of times by women, and he just totally ignores them. That or he, like, mansplains everything to all yeah. the characters. Well, and he treats, like, every single woman in his life terribly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Even the ones that he's not romantically involved with. Uh, yeah. It, oh, my God, yeah. Like, Lily. Yeah. Which is another character on the show, if you haven't watched it. So the five main characters of the show are Ted, the person who's narrating the show. The narrator is Bob Saget for some reason. But then, <laughs> I don't know why they use a different voice, but whatever. Yeah, and then Josh Radner plays young Ted. Mm-hmm. And um, then you have Kobe Smulders playing Robin. Uh, Marshall's played by... Jason Siegel. Thank you. Allison Hannigan plays Lily. Marshall and Lily are together. They're college sweethearts and are best friends with Ted since college. And um, Neil Patrick Harris plays Barney, their other friend. Yeah. And they meet... Um, in the first, very first episode of the first season, they meet Robin because Ted sees her across the room at the bar and, and immediately falls in love with her. That camera angle they zoomed on her face with was homophobic. Like, I don't know why. They were like, like Ted's like, oh, there's Robin. And then all of a sudden it's like zoomed in like under her chin. And I'm like, who? <laughs> why? It was the first episode. Yeah, okay? it was definitely the first episode. <laughs> it was mean. So basically, we're gonna go through season by season, and that seems that because there's just so much. There are nine seasons, and they all have basically twenty four episodes, and he is terrible in almost every single one. I don't think there's a single episode where I was like, Ted wasn't bad this episode. There were some episodes where I was like, oh, we didn't really focus on Ted, so and I kind of 
skipped it. I wonder how many of those episodes are my favorite episodes, too. Probably most of them. Probably most of them. Because Ted really is such a drag compared yeah. to the other characters. He's so whiny. Because they're all the, all the other oh. characters are so interesting, and they do weird stuff all the time, and then he's just like, eh, I'm Ted. There's I need like a girlfriend. a perfect episode that describes that scenario perfectly, but it's in a later season. Okay, we'll talk about it when it yeah. comes. So season one, very first episode. I have like half a page of notes on just the first episode oh, because... because literally he is, this Ted has decided that he is ready to get married and have kids and settle down, even though he doesn't have a girlfriend and hasn't had like a successful relationship Ab- at all. Ever. And he claims that he's going to be a great husband and dad if someone can just like get through all the beginning stuff with him like all the dating and stuff i'm like dude that's part of it yeah also keep in mind like the point of the show is that he's talking to his kids in the present day and these are stories from his past so he tells all of all the stories are things he's telling his kids so that's yeah. something to keep in mind when you hear the things Ted does. Well, and Ted's fundamental problem is that he is trying to find the one. Yeah. Because he himself is not a complete person on his own. Like, he hasn't grown up enough to realize that he doesn't need another person to complete him. Yeah, Ted also needs to do some self-analyzation because he's so quick to be like, this person's not perfect. It's like, bro, you were... Literally every episode, he's like, oh, I have this problem with this girl. And Lily's like, um, dude, you have that problem. And he's like, no, Lily. And then by the end, he realizes, oh, wait, well, I Lily do have right. that problem. Lily's pretty much always right about Ted. Yeah. But also, like, when you're casting a show, how do you land on Josh Radner? How are you like, know. great, we have Neil Patrick Harris and Jason Siegel, Allison Hannigan, all very successful. Kobe Smulders was amazing by the time season two started. But Josh Radner always felt out of place with that cast. Yeah. Like... Well, apparently... It seems like the some of them, like, got along really well. But he doesn't seem like he got along with them in real life. Like, apparently, when Katy Perry was a guest star on the show, he didn't even know who she was. She hadn't... He hadn't even listened to a single song of hers. He seems like Ted in real life. Like, yeah. he has, still has a band, and he, like... Does he? Refuses to watch internet porn. He's like, it's destroying relationships. And I'm like, hey... People cheating on each other are destroying relationships. Okay. So anyway, back to the first episode. He falls in love with Robin immediately. Uh, Love at first sight sees her across the room and immediately paints her into this manic pixie dream girl role in which she he thinks that she's this perfect girl, and no human could ever possibly live up to that role. Yeah, but she, every girl he's with throughout the show is also compared to Robin. Every single yeah. time. It is so annoying. It's That's like the one of the biggest themes in the yeah. show is that he's clearly still in love with Robin through the entire thing. Which like, take a hint, buddy. Yeah. Like. Um, so then he they go on a date and he uh, Steal, commits theft. Steals the blue French horn. And at a restaurant... In a romantic gesture, even though she is not the type to like grand romantic gestures, really. Did she mention in the episode that she wanted him to steal that? I think he I don't, straight I don't up was like, so. watch me do this. And she was like, okay. okay. <laughs> I'm still eating, but that's fine. <laughs> yeah. And um, then as they're saying goodnight, he tells her he loves her. Oh my God. On the first date. And luckily, she responds in how any normal human would, which is horror. <laughs> um, 
And yeah. So he in this episode he talks about like his perfect woman and how she's a dog lover and blah blah whatever one's kids all this stuff. Loves olives cuz he the olive theory yeah. or whatever. So he believes that every pair like one in every relationship one person needs to like olives and the other needs to not like olives. Yeah. And um basically proving that stupid superficial stuff always clouds his view of people that he's dating and act as deal breakers the weird thing too is like i feel like the all theory is supposed to be that like ultimate like opposites attract thing but then ted is constantly looking for somebody who's just like him so his yeah. like, priorities in a relationship well just having a perfect woman is just impossible you know no one's ever gonna live up to that yeah and that's and also, who do you think you are that you can request such demanding exactly. things? Exactly. <laughs> like... And he's Ted, and he sucks. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, episode two, um, it, I guess it, like, continues kind of from where the first episode yeah. left off. Season one was, like, a weird, like, day-by-day thing, I think. And he, Robin um, says that she only wants a casual thing. And Ted clearly doesn't because he wants to get married and have kids immediately. Said he's looking for the one. Episode. Um, but he decides to go after her anyway because he has no consideration for other people's feelings, whether they're women or his friends, like, Ted whatever. never takes no for an answer. No. Um, and she gross. also says that she doesn't want to get married. Which is also Which acceptable. is what Ted wants to do, <laughs> yeah. but he still goes after her. Yeah. Um, and then he basically stalks Robin, which Lily points out, but he doesn't care because Lily pointed it out. Yeah. And she's a woman. Um, and then he further proves that he is the most inconsiderate person on the entire planet because he has three parties in a row. Oh my god! To and like casually invite Robin to them, and while Marshall, Marshall is yeah. writing like a twenty-five page paper for law school that's super important for his career. Not only that, like the party ruined. Like somebody at the party spilled beer all over his expensive yeah. law textbook, which like. It's just like I'm building on top of the terrible things yeah. Ted does. He has no consideration for anyone. But himself. Exactly. I feel like if I met Ted in real life, he'd be like one of those guys that, like, you know when you see, like, somebody who's, like, busking in the subway, but they're busking at, like, Atlantic Barclays or something outside of where the trains are because they're too cheap to, like, go inside where the trains are. But they still have their guitar and their flannel shirt on. They're like, yeah. oh yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to impress all of the women here at the Atlantic Barclays subway stop. But <laughs> I'm not going to be inside of it, just outside. Yeah. He seems like that. That is... Like, Josh Radner, the person, is like that. Like That's true. I'd be <laughs> surprised if I saw him there. But yeah, well, no one wants to hire him now. So he's definitely, like, wandering the streets. I thought so. he was doing, like, stage work now sure he's really good on stage considering his subtle acting and how i met your mother why why do people hire him he looks like foot fungus like well he grew a beard though so now he's fungus with hair i don't know if that makes it worse or if that like (laughs) so my next thing is episode four where um ted like randomly finds a shirt that he likes he like decides that he likes it all of a sudden so then he rethinks all of the women that he's dated in the past he's like maybe oh maybe i'll like them again if i date them again because i found this shirt 
yeah. that I like now that I used to not like because women are the same as shirts because women are objects and just there for me and to use. Automatically things like, oh, I'll just date this woman again. Like, yeah. she'll be fine with it. Like Exactly, yeah. <laughs> so then he calls one of his ex-girlfriends Natalie. to try to hook up with her. And she hangs up on him, and he's like, I don't know what happened. And then it's like, oh, wait, I broke up with her over voicemail on her birthday. During a surprise party yeah. where everyone heard the And message. so then he um, pursues her anyway and insists that she go on a date with him, and they start dating. And then he decides that he actually doesn't like her and breaks up with her on her birthday again. At a restaurant. And, like, the joke is supposed to be, like, oh, like, Ted did this terrible thing twice. Ha, ha, ha. But, like... That's not the, okay. Do the writers not realize that that just is, like, a perfect description of Ted as a person? It's not funny. It's not funny. He's a terrible person. At like, least he gets beat up at the end. Oh, yeah. It's, and, like, Krav Maga, too, is, like, a military-style fighting, so that means he got his butt whooped, like... Yeah. So then um, we get into the first, like, Halloween episode... In which uh. the character of the slutty pumpkin is introduced. Which, first of all, that name <laughs> is not okay. Yeah. And um, second of all, why is Ted waiting around for this woman who he barely talked to one time? Like, he goes to the same party every single year and wears the same costume just in hopes of meeting her again, even though he like doesn't even know her name doesn't even know anything about her, but just assumes he's she's his dream woman because he always does that and forces women into these roles of the perfect person when nobody is perfect. I just want to know, like, what makes a pumpkin slutty? Like, why is she a slutty pumpkin? Well, because it has holes in it. Yeah, because she wore just a costume, which is like, so? She looked good. Also, yeah. Ted's costume was a hanging chad, which, like... Just is also a perfect description of how pretentious Ted is. Like, yeah. oh my god. But yeah. Um, and then in that same episode, it was like a minor thing, but he like screamed at that kid and like poured his candy out on the ground because the the slutty pumpkin. I'm gonna call her SP, so it's not as offensive. <laughs> SP wrote her number on a Kit Kat. Yeah. And then Lily accidentally handed it out to a trick or treater. And Ted chased the trick-or-treater down the apartment. A child. A child. Like a, and it wasn't, like, a 10-year-old. Like, this was, like, a 5-year-old. Screamed at them, poured their candy on the ground, and was like, where's the Kit Kat? Like, he's a psycho. Um, okay, so then the next couple episodes, Ted, like, sleeps with people who doesn't even know their name. <laughs> Still telling his kids the story, by the way. Treats women <laughs> as objects and, like, has sex with people that aren't Robin, even though he's still in love with Robin. And then, and then he gets invited to his friend's wedding. And he um, invites Robin to go because he thinks that he has a plus one, but he doesn't have like a girlfriend or anything. So he invites Robin. Um, but then when he mentions to his friends, the it's Claudia and Stuart are their yep. names that they're getting married. And he says, I guess he runs into Claudia and says, hey, I'm... Um, bringing this date and she's like no you're not you did not reply a plus one and he's like no I definitely did and she's like you can't bring a date like you this is my wedding you can't bring a date and then he goes to Stuart and is like hey dude can I bring a date instead of just telling Robin hey I like thought that I had a plus one but I don't so like you can't come and then Stuart's like oh yeah sure and then they they break up (laughs) (laughs) like 
And eventually they do get married and it's fine. But then Ted calls them on their honeymoon. <laughs> and it's like, hey, I need the number of your really hot caterer. Whatever. That's We can get into more detail about that. But it's just like, like no, dude, come on. Also, like, no happy, like, thanks for letting me bring a person. Thanks for inviting me. Hope you have a great time on your honeymoon. I was, like, literally like, hey, before you get on a plane. Well, and it's just like... The it's act- just the worst because he, the the wife, like, says, no, you can't. And yeah. then he goes behind her back yeah. to the husband. Yeah. And it's just, come on, dude. Also, the actress that played Claudio was fantastic. Like, I don't know, I loved her yeah. in that episode. Like, she was just, like, I mean, it was a sitcom actress, so, like, you know. But she was a better actor than Josh Radner. I was like. Josh Radner doesn't act. He just is talks. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, yeah, the delivery of his lines. So at that wedding, mm-hmm. after it finally happens, Ted sees the caterer, Victoria, but they try to do this thing where she's like, let's just have one night where we, like, hook up and don't know each other's names and blah, blah, blah. And then Just, like, perfect romantic night. And then Parney walks up and is like, Ted, 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 yeah. which is, like, hilarious. And then she's like, okay, well, my name's Victoria. <laughs> yeah, and, um... Uh, did they hook up that night? No, they just, like, had this perfect night, and Ted is like, oh my god, I love her. Yeah. I need to figure <laughs> out who she is, and ends up stalking her and calling the bride and groom on their honeymoon to get the information about her. And then he goes to her um, bakery. Yeah. And, like, she's like, oh, thank god. Which, luckily, it worked out. Yeah. But this is one of those situations in which he's being super creepy and specifically going against her wishes to remain sort of anonymous. Yeah. And it, like, happened to work out, but if she didn't actually want that, he would be super creepy. It would be terrifying. It'd be like, oh, my god, how did you find me? That's my thing. Why did she ask that? Wait, how did you find me? Like, I mean, I guess she could put two and two together. Like, oh, he was invited to the wedding, but still, like, Side note, I love Victoria. She's probably my favorite person besides the actual mother that Ted was with. Like, I... Like, we'll get to the point where I love her. But, yeah, love her. Anyway. Um, So then, immediately after getting together with Victoria, he thinks that she's the one. (laughs) Because he always does that. Yeah. Um, Technically, because they said if the show had been canceled by the end of season one, she would have been the mother... But they got picked um, up for season two. And three and four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and then she, like, wants to wait to have sex, but he only goes along with it because he thinks that she might be the one, not because he's, like, considerate for her feelings and wants to make her feel comfortable in the relationship. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, pretty quickly, Victoria is offered a fellowship at a culinary institute in Germany. Nice. So they have to figure out what they're going to do about their relationship. And Ted ends up telling her he wants her to stay. Yeah. Which is just the worst. And she clearly wants to go and tells him that. Oh, we forgot to mention, at this point, Robin developed feelings for Ted. Oh, has she? Yeah. So. Oh, yeah, she They're, like, trying on wedding dresses for Lily's wedding. And uh, Robin's, like, making, like, jokes, like, oh, you should go. Like, and then they have a conversation where Victoria's like, is it, uh, like... Am I a bad feminist if I don't go to Germany to be with Ted? And yeah, but then she ultimately decides to go to Germany because Ted tells her not to go, and that's why yeah. I love Victoria. Thank you, Victoria. Yeah, well, because it was the that was the thing to do. 
your career will be there for you. Men won't be. Yeah, like how <laughs> how dare he ask her? The biggest to stay. opportunity of her life. Yeah, exactly. Well, at that moment, you know. Yeah. And yeah, so I'm that that was like a fantastic move on the writer's part, mm-hmm. even though it doesn't redeem anything for Ted. Yeah. Um. So then he they're in a long distance relationship very briefly, and he's terrible. He cheats on her. Yeah. Lies to both Robin and Victoria. He tells Robin that him and Victoria <laughs> broke up, and then like hooks up with Robin even though they hadn't broken up yet and Robin didn't know that but Robin finds out because Victoria calls his phone and she answers and so then he loses both of them by the way they had a Motorola razor in that scene oh really hashtag throwback Thursday (laughs) so he's single after that yeah well all it like when he goes to Robin's and ends up basically cheating on Victoria all of his friends including Lily tell him not to go. Yeah. Oh, and then the the next episode, he Barney sets him up with someone who he thinks yeah. is a sex worker, and he's all freaked out by it. Yeah. And then he's like, "Oh, it's fine. Well, we we got along really well because I knew that she was gonna sleep with me, and that's the only way that I get along with women is when I know that they're gonna sleep with me." Well, a couple because I'm Ted too. Mosby. Like, first of all. Ted was apparently in love with Victoria, but then had literally no issue jumping onto Robin as soon as she was gone. So Yeah, Victoria was the one. Yeah, right? And then, they like, because Robin's like, "Uh, Ted, I don't want to be with you. Yeah. He, like, uses this... Mary the paralegal. Yeah, the sex worker, which, like... She's actually a paralegal. Yeah, and if she was a sex worker, like... Who cares? She's making money, trying to pay her bills. Anyway. She can still have a love life. <laughs> yeah. Um, he had no problem using her to make Robin jealous, but then the second Robin didn't care, that's when he wanted to sleep with her because, like... But then, like, instead, like he realized, like, maybe he could have feelings for her after talking to her, but then turned around and was like, no, just kidding, I want to have sex. Like, Ted is just... He's the worst. He is just title, by the way. Hashtag the title. He is He's just the worst. the worst. Like, oh, all these awesome women put up yeah. with him for no reason. Well, that's the thing about this show is that the fe- I really like the female characters on this show. Yeah. I think a lot of them are great. I like Lily. I like Robin. I like Quinn later on. I think she's really cool. Like, you know, most of the I women, I'm super on board with them as characters. Like, yeah, they do but have they their moments, get but... treated. Yeah. Terribly. Yeah. By the writers, sort of, like by Ted. Yeah. And they just don't they don't get what they deserve. Yeah, like they don't just I just oh, Yeah. Yes. Um so basically at the very end of the first season, um, Ted like signs up for this uh online dating service and they find oh his perfect God. they find his perfect match, but she's engaged and then he like stalks her anyway and finds her and goes and tries to convince her not to get married and go on a date with him which she's like you're literally insane and then because he is sad that some random woman wouldn't break off her marriage for him he decides he's gonna get back with robin again and he wants to (laughs) 
he basically he she is going on a work camping trip yeah. and so he does some cultural appropriation oh my god I in order to ruin time. robin's weekend every time i skip that up so because he he does a rain dance because he wants it to rain so that the camping trip is canceled he went to a, like a white college student for the rain dance too he went to a white college student played by amy acker and amy acker is one of my wait was it really favorite. amy acker yeah, oh, I love her. Amy, girl, oh, no. come on. Um. Anyway, she got money for that, so. <laughs> um. Yeah, and so basically, Ted is convinced that him and Robin are meant to be purely because he thinks that they are meant to be. Like, there's no other proof, and he doesn't take her feelings into consideration at all. Also, what is with the writers thinking like that? Like that's a natural progression for a woman. This guy's obsessed with me. I want nothing to do with him. The second he's not interested in me, that's when I get interested. Like, most women would be like, oh my God, thank God he's not yeah. interested. Oh, yeah. Remember when that guy told me that he was in love with me on our first date? Thank God <laughs> yeah. that he's moved on and I don't have to deal with that no, stalker anymore. He doesn't love me anymore. Like, like no. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, Ted is... Ted is the worst. He just... He's he manipulated. Let's think. He manipulated. Oh God! M- multiple women, but then <laughs> every he, woman in his entire life. He used at least two that I can think of off the top of my head to make other women jealous. It's like every other episode, but basically yeah. every single person that he ever dates besides Robin, he's using to make Robin jealous, and then occasionally he uses Robin to make other women jealous. Which is so stupid well and the thing is you know what if he had a really good friendship with lily it might redeem him a little bit but he doesn't he never listens to her he basically hates her in multiple episodes he's incredibly mean to her which is so confusing because lily's such a good friend to him yeah like i mean like there was that episode where she like manipulated his relationships with like robin and yeah well she does that all the time but like but at the same time but she does it like because she wants him to be happy yeah you know like i get that i understand as a person who has disliked a lot of my friends' boyfriends... Hashtag shade. Or girlfriends. <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> um, Sadie and Keely. You know who you are. Oh. No, they, they know who they are. Um, like, I get that wanting yeah. to split them up for their own sake. Especially but, if you like both of the people and you know, like, long term. Plus, she it's not like she did something specifically that broke them up it's like she just made them think about their future because it was gonna happen yeah that's true the one she threw the earring in the bed yeah that one but But to be fair karen sucks and she also cheated on ted yeah but that's true with lily or or with ted and robin like she literally just said like so like what do you want to do eventually exactly and i'm glad like that's actually a great thing to ask because i would say that to my friends and it would show up like, where do you think this is going if you don't think it's going well? Like, yeah, that's not that's not like manipulation. That's just like a fair question. That's what. Yeah, that's that's my thing about Lily is like, yeah, you could claim that she was manipulating people. But I think ultimately it was for the best. If anything, Ted was the one that manipulated the most people like. Well, besides Barney. Yeah, oh, yeah, true. We but, just discount him because he's supposed to be terrible. Yeah, like. But Maureen Ponderosa, whatever her name is in the show, I can't remember. Henrietta. Henrietta, that's right. He manipulated the hell out of her. Well, yeah. And, like, but, like, Lily's the bad person because she made sure that Ted and Robin ended up happy, where Ted kept Henrietta around for entertainment? I have no idea. 
For when he was lonely. Yeah, that's what, yeah. Which is... Very Ted. Just, yeah. yeah. Hate him. So, season two, um, basically, it opens with... Oh, yeah, we're also, like, so much happens on the show because it was on for so long. We're just focusing on Ted's storyline, and obviously a lot is happening with the other characters. Just so we're um, keeping count, he went through two girlfriends in season one. A manipulated three girls, tried to break up one engagement, and used one girl to... Yeah. Well... I would say even more than that because I didn't write. I just be, there were so many times where he just like hit on women or slept with women that I couldn't even keep track. The list on of the, like the one night stands on the whatever Pedia page, like how much about the Pedia page. The list is ridiculous. Like he had like six girlfriends, but then like the list of like love interests he had. Yeah, every single episode he's in love with a new person. And he's telling his kids the story. Like, that's the part that's blowing my mind. Like, your father just told you, in season one alone, all these things, and you're still sitting there, like, when do you get to our mother? Like, when are, when are you, like, Jesus. Wasn't white. <laughs> um, yeah. And one thing that I noticed, slash, is just, like, a common thing that happens on the show a lot is that Barney, who is supposed to be terrible, uh, ropes Ted into going along with all these schemes that he concocts and that in which he is clearly manipulating women in a horrible way in order to get them to sleep with him. And Ted just, like, goes along with these. I stopped writing them down because I just couldn't. There are too many. But it's basically, like, every other episode, Barney comes up with some something horrible that he gets Ted to do, and Ted is mostly okay with it. What's the one? Is this, It's either season one or two where they go to Philadelphia... And those oh, girls yeah. are on the plane, and they're, they're like, flirting with them, and then they, like, buy tickets to go to Philadelphia. And then they're on the plane, and they're like, where are you going? And they're like, oh, we're going to go watch our boyfriends. They're linebackers for the Philadelphia Eagles. And then they're, like, mad. And I'm like, what, you you thought because you bought plane tickets these women were going to have sex with you? Yeah. Like, they, oh, you know what? They owe us because we got on a plane with them. Like, well, and that's the thing is, like, it's supposed to be terrible what Barney does and yet Ted goes along with it and does a lot of the same things but he's a good guy still yeah which how does that work I it doesn't when does Mandy Morcas star is this season two? Oh no that's when he gets the butterfly tattoo right oh then that's season like three or four yeah okay. um so anyway season two um the first thing that I noticed is in episode three, his parents come to town and they have brunch. <laughs> yeah. And his parents um, avoid have avoided telling him up to this point that they got divorced. But he finds out. And it's like a family tradition that you don't talk about hard things. And um, Ted is in full swing of that family tradition, which is like a very heavy sign of immaturity. Yeah. And clearly he's not ready to have a serious relationship if he's not if you can't talk about deal with your emotional the, yeah, yeah serious things also in that episode it's revealed that ted is a big fan of the cleveland indians Which, so you know and if you follow them just know i hate you um but also like more cultural appropriation <laughs> yeah like it's almost like this is like a benefit for ted because he gets to unload his emotional baggage on the woman he dates so if mm -hmm. they can't like support him through his like issues they're not the one Robin does not did not want to deal with Ted's crap, and Ted like that like a lot of their fights dealt with Robin like being like too bad, yeah. And Ted being like mm, she won't listen. Well, and at this point, Robin and Ted are together. Oh, they started um, dating. I thought they were just 
No, they're together. They're together during the second season. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and but after their first fight, Ted immediately goes to the bar and starts hitting on other women. So that's you know good. Um, then there's the episode Swarly, in which um, Mar- they find this woman who's a barista who's played by Marina Bakarin. Yeah. Who love is her. now super popular, and love I her. love her as yeah, well. Gorgeous. Um, but she, they claim that she has crazy eyes, and Ted is like giving anecdotes about women that have crazy eyes, which is just feeding into this narrative that women who care yeah. are crazy, or like women who are in relationships and want their boyfriend or whoever to like listen to them are crazy. Also, which her, happens so much in the show, they talk about it so much. Her character was perfectly normal, like flirting with Marshall. Yeah. And it seemed like they really were just like, how can we make this character like. Well, until the end, like it turns out that she is. Crazy. Yeah, but even but then. All, like, yeah, because she, she destroys his apartment at the end. But it was like clearly, oh, this is just. The punchline. She there's nothing else really to indicate that she was quote unquote crazy throughout yeah. the episode. The swarly joke is hilarious though, I yeah. will admit. The rest of the episode sucks, but that that the ongoing joke is hilarious. The one time I did relate to Ted though was when he was on the phone with his mom and then her ste- his like stepdad was like, Is that Ted? Can I talk to Ted? And I was like, Oh my god, I know exactly what that's like. <laughs> his, his stepdad's the best. <laughs> because yeah. the best part no no, here's what here let me tell you a little thing about how I Met Your Mother. It's actually just a cover for uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer slash Angel actors to just get back together. Because <laughs> Ted's dad, stepdad, is played by the same guy who plays the evil mayor mm-hmm. in Buffy. Yeah. And he's so good in Buffy and so evil. Oh, I guess that's a spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> These shows for have been Buffy. up for so long, so... <laughs> um, but, like, literally, he is so good, and then he turns into a giant snake and eats the principal. <laughs> and it's, like, it's like classic 90s Buffy, like, quality content. And But it's still, you know, he's evil, and it's scary, and you don't really know what's happening, and he, like corrupts a minor not oh wait he doesn't he makes faith evil not he doesn't like is not, this a bumpy like podcast a, <laughs> is this a <laughs> that's not like a rape thing <laughs> like a, um he makes uh he kind of turns faith a little bit evil and then she's in the coma and all this stuff anyway um the mayor is a great character because he's like he seems like uh all happy and stuff on the outside like a politician, you know, but then on the inside, he's actually evil. Well, um, which is how I always, you know, watching How I Met Your Mother, as soon as I saw that that's who De- uh, Ted's stepdad was, I just assumed that he was going to turn out to be an evil stepdad because he acts the same way that the mayor does when he's nice. He's a better stepdad than his father is a real dad. Well, like, that's true. His dad's crazy. Yeah, his dad's a dick. <laughs> he's yeah. like, I slept with your prom date, and Ted's like, what? But then, like, his stepdad, like, first of all, he's like through his foot because his mom was like I'm dating this guy and like and then Barney kept saying oh I'm uh I made out with your mom and yeah. like gets so like okay I understand you don't want your friends making out with your mom but at the same time like calm down a little bit dude yeah like it got very Oedipus-y with his him and his mom but like <laughs> it's so funny because one night I watched that episode where his mom was on the phone with Ted and then like Clint, I think, is the stepdad's yeah. name. Got on the phone. Was what like, a cla- my sister, my sister has this giant inflatable rubber duck 
that uh, is named Clint. <laughs> oh, oh, that's good. <laughs> this is the quality content we come here for. Um, but like literally right after I watched that scene, my dad calls me and he's like, "Hey, guess who I'm with?" And I was like, "Who?" And he's like, "Sybil." And he puts his girlfriend on the phone and she's like, "What's up?" And I was like, "Oh my god, Ted and I are going to the same exact thing." Right now. I was like, "Hey, Sybil." <laughs> and then one of the next episodes is the Christmas episode. Oh my god. Um in which Lily listens to a voicemail where Ted called her a Grinch. Oh yeah, because Lily left Marshall yeah. for, to go to San Francisco to pursue her dream. And apparently like, you know, I mean like it was like crabby that she didn't like break it off with him before she left, but like. Well, the thing is, is like Ted and Lily have been friends with each other for as long as him and Marshall have been friends. And yet he always prioritizes Marshall. Yeah. Even in though his Lily, friendships. Lily has done more for him as a friend than Marshall has. Exactly. <laughs> and so they've been friends for like 10 years. And yeah, she leaves her fiance, but she's doing it to follow her dreams. Yeah. And he calls her a Grinch, which is like code word for a very bad word for See a woman. See you next Tuesday. Yeah. See you next Tuesday. <laughs> um, yeah. And which, like, I, I don't know. It's like... He doesn't even apologize to no. Lily when she finds out. And they, like, even if she was being mean, which she she was not being terrible, no. I don't think. She was following her dreams. Yeah. And, like, I get the point that, like, like when your friend goes through a breakup, you, you automatically are like, oh, your ex sucks. Screw them. But, like... But there's no reason to talk about her like that. Also, like, that's your friend. Like, it's exactly. not like it was a random ex-girlfriend. And that word of that word, like, you can land on just, like, hey, yeah. like, Lily's annoying. Because it's specifically derogatory towards women. Yeah. Like, you would there's never no call male a man equivalent. that. Yeah, there's no male equivalent to that word. And ultimately, in this episode, Lily is the one that apologizes to Ted. Which is so annoying! She didn't yeah. need to! Because the reason why is because she... Was throwing this big Christmas celebration for Marshall because they were back together and he loves Christmas. But because uh, Ted called her the Grinch, she was like, I'm not going to do it until you apologize. And then, like, Ted goes and celebrates Christmas on Long, on Long Island with his family and then Lily's the one that apologizes. For some reason. Ugh, why? <laughs> like. Yeah. Um, towards the end of this season, we find out that Basically, all of Ted's belongings were given to him by ex-girlfriends. Yeah. And Robin, like, gets upset and wants him to get rid of his stuff. And then he finds out that all of Robin's dogs were given to her by her ex-boyfriends. Oh, what kind of boys were you dating? <laughs> so, um, so he makes her get rid of her dogs. And in the theory of, like, oh, I'm getting rid of all my stuff, so you have to get rid of your dogs. And she does. But then he keeps all of his stuff. Yeah. And then she still gets rid of her dogs. Yeah. Which is, like, first of all... I mean, I understand because animals are really hard to work with, but still. <laughs> but, like, okay, Robin probably shouldn't have asked Ted to get rid of all of his stuff. Some of the yeah, because it was can... literally all of his books. Yeah, and, like, who cares? Like, a couch... They'll give you a microwave Yeah, or something, like, he's not going to go back to his ex because you're sitting on a couch. Like, he's... But... Ted, in the end, got to keep his stuff, and Robin had to give these, like, sentient beings that she yeah. loved away... To satisfy him. Yeah. Because why? Who cares what Ted thinks? Yep. And then, like, the whole treatment of Robin by Ted the entire time, just... He frequently made her his property, and, like... 
like interfered in relationships all the time. Like the episode where Robin was dating her co co anchor and he got the job she wanted. But before yeah. that, like Ted and Barney were like, "I'm gonna win Robin back," and it's like, "Bro, let her just be happy. Like she's yeah. in a like stable enough relationship for Robin." Like, oh, and then Ted was constantly like imagining Robin changing her feelings about marriage and kids for think, which is just insane that was, that's my biggest like qualm about ted is that he's stuck on this girl for 10 years 20 years 30 years whatever however long into the future this show goes even though he like it's one thing to like be in love with a girl forever okay whatever but she doesn't even have the same desires as you or interests yeah what do they have in common? Sex. That's Hold it. On. I'm going to try to think of something. They both have brown hair. <laughs> they both like living in New York, except that Robin wants to travel. Yeah. Um, they both like dogs. They both like spaghetti, I think. So are these things that you can build a relationship off of, though? <laughs> well, Ted seems to think that you can build an entire relationship off liking dogs. Yeah, I feel like you could build a friendship, <laughs> which is exactly what well, it should have been. I think it depends on how much you like dogs. Like, if dogs are both of your Ooh, number you, one thing. What are you implying? I'm implying that if that's your number one passion for both of you, okay. Hashtag number one podcast for furries. <laughs> 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 what? <laughs> talking about furries now? I was talking about real dogs. I mean, I feel like Ted could be a furry. I mean, I don't think that he has the arts and crafts skills for that. <laughs> I actually respect furries more than I respect Ted, and I don't like furries. <laughs> Just to be clear. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? As a person who does cosplay, it's kind of like... It's kind of like I I appreciate the amount of effort you put in, but also yikes. But please stay away from me. <laughs> I told you about one time my dad was sweating in a parking lot dressed as Batman and his furry tried to like bond with him at how hot they were in their costumes. He was like, Okay. Go away, go away. <laughs> oh my god, that's so <laughs> I just the fact that they exist is upsetting alone. But anyway, Ted Mosby is a furry at the end of the day. <laughs> so then season three, um, uh, Ted and Robin break up. Well, I guess they break up at the end of season two. What happens at the end of season two? The wedding, right? Yeah. Yeah, they they were broken up by then. Um, and so then in episode one of season three, um, Ted is talking about winning the breakup. Oh, I hate this episode. Which is just such a stupid concept. Concept, and it comes up like again later yeah. on. Yeah. But that's just such a stupid thing. That's you can win a breakup. Come on. I mean, to be honest, Robin did win that breakup because she was dating Enrique Iglesias. <laughs> um, but he, yeah, she brings back this like hot new boyfriend. Beautiful. From. Where was she? Gael from uh, Argentina. Argentina, yeah. Argentina. And um, and Ted is so jealous that he gets a butterfly tattoo. It's funny because like he's jealous that like they're in a relationship. I'm jealous that she's dating. <laughs> um, but yeah, he gets so mad that he 
like goes on a date with Mandy Moore and that how old was she supposed to be like under 21 I think no really because she was like no, a she babysitter. was just supposed to be scary yeah, she. They. But she's supposed to be like twenty five. They made her weird in that. I love Mandy Moore, but it was like. Because there is an episode later on where he dates a twenty year old. Yeah, which is oh, he's so gross. Anyway, he's like forty. Anyway, yeah, they he like hooks up with Mandy Moore because R- Barney's like, let's go and meet girls, you know. And then Barney's the voice of reason was like Ted, like let's ditch these girls, let's go, but instead they. They, like he's like let's get tattoos and gets yeah. a butterfly tattoo which leads us to the next woman he messes screws yeah. over um but first there's an episode about threesomes oh yeah in which barney and ted have a bet about who can have a threesome first which is absurd just gross like betting on using women cool <laughs> um and then in the next episode they barney and ted have a bet about who can sleep with a specific woman first. And then when Ted finds out that Barney's actually slept with her before, he, like, gets all grossed out because any woman who has had sex before is dirty. That's also not the first time Ted does that with a woman that Barney's been with. I mean, to be fair, like, I get it because Barney has slept with a lot of people, so who knows about STDs. But that's not what what it is. Yeah. It's just like, oh, if you slept with Barney, that means you're dirty. Yeah, you're. What do you? Even though you... he manipulates women into sleeping with him all the time, and like, how are you supposed to protect yourself from that? Oh, I hate Ted so much. Yeah, it's like it's sort of like implying that any sexual history that a woman has makes her impure. It also implies that women are like can be used for like contests and personal gain. Yeah, like that's recurring throughout <laughs> yeah. this entire thing. Um, I w- just wish there was like an episode where Ted got well. He kind there kind of was. Well, there's the one where the hooked one. Yeah, but that. Yeah, we'll get to that one. Um, then in episode five of this season, Ted has a girlfriend who they literally call Ugh. Blah Blah because they can't remember her name. Oh my god. Which is just the worst. And like, there's all the stuff about how. Ted thinks he can't be friends with Robin because it's too hard, except, like, only jerks can't be friends with their exes, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, and then finally he meets... He goes to get his tattoo removed and meets this dermatologist named Stella, who he immediately falls in love with. Played by Sarah Chalk. And um, he wants to ask her on a date, but she doesn't date her patients. So he spends understandably, 10, yeah, be which is totally reasonable. Have her freaking um, license totally, taken away. <laughs> totally legal that she doesn't date patients. And then um, he spends ten weeks trying to like convince her to date him, which is just which like is absurd. The ultimate like when women say no, they mean no. There's no like there shouldn't be yeah. this like thing of like I bet I can convince her like. Well, and it's not even like, oh, I'm just going to be nice to her so she likes me. It's like he does it in a super manipulative way where basically he, like, is really nice to Britney Spears to, like, prove that he's a good person rather than just being nice to her because she's a person and he's a good person. And he, like, reads this self-help book because he thinks that Stella's reading and all this stuff. And then at the end when he asks her on a date and she, she doesn't specifically say no, she says, I don't have time. Then he sets up this like crazy two minute date where he drags her, kidnaps her basically and drags her around town, (laughs) not around town, but like Like around the the block to like go on this date. And it's just, come on, dude. Well, and then like Britney Spears plays Stella's, Sarah Chalk's uh, secretary in her dermatology office. 
And, like, first of all, Brittany was, like, pretty good in the show. I, I was, like, surprised. Yeah, like, I like the episodes where she's in them. They're yeah. funny. But they, like, had her play this character where she was, like... First of all, we all know Britney Spears is gorgeous. But she was playing this, like, self-conscious, like, shy girl. And, yeah. like, who loves Ted. So Ted manipulates her in order to try and make Stella jealous. Mm-hmm. Which is just, like, screw you, obviously. Yeah. But then, like, passes her off to Barney as if she's, like, a baton in a race. Like, all right, Barney. Good luck. Like... Yeah. And Brittany was, like, a perfectly great character. Like, she should have taken over. Been like, how I met your mother. <laughs> like, and then have her be a lesbian in the end. But anyway. <laughs> um, and then, near the end of the season, Ted breaks up with Stella because she asks him to be her sister, to be her date to her sister's wedding, which is further in the future than they've been together. Which is so stupid when you're claiming to, like, be in love with I was going to say, woman. wouldn't that fit Ted's entire narrative exactly. for him to want to do that? Like, But then, don't worry, he gets into a car accident, which makes him realize that he's actually in love with Stella, so he proposes to her. The car accident should have been the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> and Ted's dead. After being together for, like, two weeks. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. And then their relationship continues into season four, in which um, Ted assumes that Stella is going to move herself and her daughter from their home that they own in New Jersey and the school that her daughter goes and all goes to and all their friends are there. He, that He assumes that they're going to move into his apartment in New York City. A tiny, tiny apartment in New York. And then he, like, refuses to move to New Jersey for this woman who he allegedly Apparently loves, loves and wants to marry. Yeah. Um, and then eventually he kind of agrees, but it's, like, well, a recurring thing that he doesn't actually want to. Because the joke is Ted hates nothing more than New Jersey. Yeah. Which is, like... Well, that's true, but he doesn't he doesn't love anything more than he hates New Jersey either, yeah. apparently. Apparently, I was going to say, love doesn't conquer all y'all. Yeah, New Jersey. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, I can relate to, like, the hate for New Jersey, but, like... <laughs> come on. Well, and then... Then Stella's sister, like, cancels her wedding or breaks up with her fiancé or whatever. And Ted and Stella are like, oh, yeah, we'll just get married instead of you in a week. Yeah. Which is absurd, obviously. Yeah. Um, but she specifically asks Ted not to invite exes. And oh, he my invites, God. he invites Robin anyway. Yeah. And then to, like, cover it up, he goes and invites Stella's ex to the wedding. Tony. Yeah. Played by Jason from The Daily Show. Samantha B's husband. Jason B. No, I don't know. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my god, I can't remember his name, but whatever. Um, which is his ultimate undoing, because bringing Tony to the wedding ends up making Stella realize that he, she's still in love with him. Yeah. Um, and so then he gets left at the altar, but, you know, he deserves it. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's also the episode where uh, the wedding bride, or whatever, the movie. Yeah, I... I was the wedding bride is an interesting one because it's like it's well first of all my issue with this with it is that the whole point of the episode is that he is talking about how everyone has baggage but then it takes him forever to realize that he has baggage he has so much baggage he was left at the altar that's like a very large piece of baggage yeah and um and it takes him, like, this movie about his life that's villainizing him to realize this. And it's funny because it's so over the top. Like, the the Wedding Bride, the movie, is just absurd. And it's not really what happened. 
But at the same time, it kind of is. It's kind of exactly what happened, yeah. And and so it's hard to watch it and be like, yeah, this is who Ted really is. Because that's not who Ted really is. Like, obviously, he's. it's not exactly realistic. Yeah. But the, ultimately, in the, the end, it kind is of like, is. Yeah, like, they kind of... Yeah. Like, the... Especially the part where he's, where they talk about like moving from New Jersey to New York, and she's like, "But I love like blah blah blah," and he's like, "No." Yeah, (laughs) that's your biggest. You just hated that Ted was not willing to move to New Jersey. I just, oh my god, because like compromise. Like she did not want to date you, and then she did. Yeah, and she agreed to marry you for whatever reason. (laughs) So So I think you can move to to freaking New Jersey, yeah. Especially since, well, I guess then, was he teaching at Columbia yet? No, no. No, he was still... He was just, like, being an architect. Whatever. Which you can do from home, right? Whatever he was was doing. Can you be an architect from home? I think so. He He tried. He has that drawing table in his apartment. (laughs) That's, like, all you need, right? I just... And that's the other thing, like... Uh, what do architects do? <laughs> I think that's the real question. Yeah, because not engineers do their jobs, I think. Yeah. Kind of. Well, because it seems like literally all Ted ever does in his job is draw pictures of the outside of buildings. Yeah. And it doesn't seem like there's a lot of measurements or And anything. I'm pretty sure architects aren't the ones that are like, and then we'll have this on the inside. Like, that's an interior designer who does that. Yeah. And an engineer who can ensure that that's like, yeah, possible. Yeah, that's like, true. I, no way would I trust Ted Mosby to design a building that's going to stay up. Yeah, right? That's exactly... I, I'm not kidding. Like, months ago I had that thought. I was like, oh... Like... I would not walk into a Mosbyist Designs building. No way. The episode where... Robin proposed gets proposed to by Barney in the last mm-hmm. season or like I think season eight. There's also the ups, that's also the episode where t- it's like the grand opening Ted's building. Yeah, and I was like, I'm glad none of them are there because that thing freaking collapses. They're done. Well, it's probably it's gonna be like uh, like in a cartoon where they're in the building and they cut the rope to open it and the whole building immediately just... collapses. <laughs> but then Ted would somehow survive because he just is yeah. like meant to exist and be terrible, but. You well, know, he's just like a real representation of our world. Right? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's it's art imitating life. Yeah. Oh. Hashtag art imitating. <laughs> hashtag what? I don't know. That wasn't that sentimental. We need to get hashtags out there so we can get hashtag I hate Jeff and Kara. I was gonna say so we can get all the like neck beards out there to be like not all men. It's funny because your beard grows on your neck. <laughs> I know. I need to start shaving more often. My students are like, Mr. Jeff, why do you always look homeless? And I'm like, because I am almost am. Because <laughs> like, <laughs> I have to wear khaki pants every day. And then there's a very famous I uh, Met Your Mother episode. Yes. It's Jason Jones. <laughs> anyway. Um, called The Naked Man. Oh, my God. Which is just like... Well, how would you classify that? Sexual harassment? To just like be naked in someone's apartment? Oh, my... I would... Because it's not assault, right? It should be. Seeing Josh Radner naked, like, (laughs) arrest this man. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and then in that episode, he sleeps with a woman who he doesn't even like, just to, like, prove that he can. Because she doesn't like the same book of poems as him. Pretentious, first of all. Well, that's, like, Ted's fundamental character trait, is that he's pretentious. Yeah. Which is, like, is that supposed to be a good thing? Like, what? No, it's not. It's not. In the show, it's not even really a good thing. Remember, the, there's that episode where they go to the party? Yeah, oh, yeah. That's the one. And he's like, oh. That's the one, yeah. I, and all of his friends are like, we're going to go to Robots for Stress. Which is, like, exactly what we would do. <laughs> We'd be like, 
yeah. Except we talk about TV and movies, like... Well, then we'd be like, we're gonna go to TV and movies in a theater, bye. I don't know. <laughs> like, whatever version of that with pop culture. Um, then there's another episode in this season, which I think is like a quintessential Ted episode, where his <laughs> sister comes to visit. Oh my god, I hate this episode. And says that she's gonna move to New York to, like, uh, get a job or whatever. And he basically spends the entire time telling her that she's not going to succeed and belittles her all this time. She, like, wants him to co-sign a loan for an apartment, and he says no because she's not going to pay the rent. And he spends the entire time trying to prevent her from sleeping with Barney, even though she's a grown-ass woman who can make her own decisions. They, like, imply that she was messed up as a kid and, like, did all these things. Yeah, well, it's like she had trouble in college or whatever, but... But, like, now she's, she's trying to get her life yeah. together, wants this job, like, yeah. Ted's a dick. <laughs> He's just a dick. Yeah. Then he gets, when he gets back together with his high school girlfriend, Karen, who's oh my God. super pretentious. Played and always, by Laura Preppen. <laughs> yeah, who always cheated on him all the time. And then he finds out that he is actually the mistress or whatever. Like, yeah. she has a boyfriend and he's she's cheating on the boyfriend with him. Yeah. And he, like, doesn't even care. He's like, oh, sorry. <laughs> like, what? They Come on. Say, sorry, dude. That's what they say whenever. No, it's sorry, bro. Oh, the sorry, bro. Yeah, like, whenever they're caught with Sorry, bro. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, we're skipping around. Like, I, we're skipping around a lot, but it is chronological. Yeah. If you follow the show so basically towards the end of the fourth season ted starts his own company mosbius designs (laughs) and um but he's like so obsessed with like all the superficial stuff like picking out a pen and like whatever that he doesn't even call any clients for a long time and robin points this out to him and says hey maybe you should call some clients instead of like like hiring an assistant to just do random stuff and like picking out pens but he doesn't care because he doesn't care what he doesn't li- b- with listen to women, doesn't think their <laughs> ideas are yeah. reasonable. I love the assistant in that episode, though, because there's, like, the part where Rob's like, you lock the bathroom? He's like, you need to sign out the bathroom key. And she's like, okay, well, give me the bathroom key. And he's like, no. And she was like, what'd you say? And he's like, no. Oh, it's just, I don't know. That part was hilarious to me. <laughs> like, I like that. I think it's funny because it's, like, Robin starts hooking up with the assistant, <laughs> and then Ted fires him because of that, but then she st- loses Still... interest in him because he, like, doesn't have authority anymore. Yeah, that's what... So Ted hires him back, and she immediately starts sleeping <laughs> with him again. <laughs> Which is funny. That's some quality content right there. <laughs> it's, like, finally, like, a reversal of, like, instead of Ted being a terrible person, like, Robin gets to be the terrible person. Well, she's not even terrible. She's yeah. just doing whatever she wants. And it's hilarious. Fine. Yeah. And, like, the guy's fine with it, too. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, I mean, nothing, it wasn't, like, manipulative or anything, no. it was just, like, whatever. Yeah. Um, then, in one of the last episodes of the fourth season, um, Ted, like, gets this girl's number, but Barney switches it in his phone, and so the, Ted thinks that he's texting this girl. Oh, yeah. But he's actually texting Marshall and Barney, and, um, then when he finds out, Ted texts them that he has gay dreams about his best friend, which, like... Is that homophobic? <laughs> like, because he does it specifically to weird them out. Yeah. Which is kind of like, all right, I get it. It's weird, I guess, to have a dream, like a sex dream about your best friend. But that's what's it weird. Feel, it Not feels the... specifically homophobic well, in this situation. Because they use, instead of just saying, like, I've had dreams about Barney and, and Marshall, like, which would be, like, uncomfortable, 
he's like, I have gay dreams about them implying like yeah. cause they're gay, they're bad. It's like, relax. Like <laughs> if you had a gay dream about like I don't know, freaking pick a hot celebrity, you wouldn't be that upset about it, like Oh, like, when when in the office when Andy's like, if Bradley Cooper came over to me and was trying to make out with me, but I stopped him, but he was persistent, I'd probably give in. I was like, if you stopped him, he would still try to make out with me. Oh, I love that. Um, oh, my God. Anyway, so... Um, oh, Oscar. So, in at the end of this episode, he ends up going on a date with the with the actual girl, but then she keeps, like, confessing her love to him and, like, saying all this weird stuff, like, oh, we should go on vacation and blah, blah, blah. Like, all these things that she's saying way too soon. And Ted gets creeped out by it and, like, breaks up with her, even, even though, though he, he was doing the exact same thing. thing. Well, no, he was doing the exact same thing in that episode with yeah. Marshall and Barney over he text. did it to Robin with oh, yeah. Argentina and all that stuff. Like He did it to Robin in the first episode first of this season, <laughs> of the entire show. Oh, my God, I hate Ted. <laughs> he's, again, just in case you forgot, the worst. <laughs> and the thing about Ted is, like, he's so whiny. Yeah. Like, the whole time he's, like... Women don't love me. Why am I career? But, like, you live on the Upper East Side in, like, a nice apartment. You are always employed. You are able to jump from an architecture job building a building to a, prof- a job as a professor back to at building Col- another well, building. Well, at Columbia University. Yeah. He doesn't have a PhD. Which by Who the- does he think he is? Yeah. Uh, like, first of all, what? Like, if I were an architecture student at Columbia, I'd be like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. This is who you, like, I pay thousands of dollars to go here and this is what you got. Tens of thousands of dollars. Yeah. Like, and you give me Ted Mosby. Yeah. And like, we if see. If I don't want to sleep with every professor, then they shouldn't be here. <laughs> True. That's it. Smart and, and attractive. That's what I'm paying for. Oh, and yeah, I'm like, he's the opposite. That's been the first part of Ted Mosby. He's the worst. Yeah. Tune in next week. Because we're going to have a part two. Because <laughs> guess what? Ted Mosby's so bad, he deserves two episodes. There's not enough to be said about how oh, he's the worst. That's true. And if you also feel the same, feel free to like, comment, subscribe. <laughs> do you do that on a podcast? No. <laughs> I think you can leave leave reviews. Yeah. Okay, don't do that. If first, if somehow you hear this and you uh, enjoy this, like leave comments, leave recommendations. You can tweet us. Yeah. Hash- I don't remember what my Twitter handle is. Maybe we can make new Twitter handles. Hashtag, he's the worst. Tell us what you think. Yeah. Yeah, we'll check that. I'm going to definitely get the email address, ihatejeffandkara at gmail.com. So feel free to email us. <laughs> I love it. All right. We'll see you next week. Love you.